to a place I know you wanna go. It's a good life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good life, good life, good life, good life, good life, good life. Good life. That's a happy song. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining our concert. Wow, that was That's so kind. We did promise that we'd start it with a sing-song every episode. That's the last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, how are you all? Hope you're well. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. People liked last week's. Yeah, it was kind of more of chilled one. We felt like you were in, well, even though we were listening to it back, but I felt like I was in the room with us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it was the spitter swallows section. It was very like... That we'll have a dinner together. That's exactly what it was like. A yeah. free course dinner. <laughs> Interesting courses. Mm. Someone in work said to me, nothing like describes you more than that crisp not on the plate thing that I said in the podcast. <laughs> and they were like, I can just imagine crisps all over the table. And oh, I was like, that's everywhere. exactly what that was exactly what happened. Yeah. Just chaotic as ever. Anyway, what have we got today? Well, we've got Enlighten a few us. things, but we want to discuss why we have this selection of <coughs> snacks on the table. So we're going to do a two-parter that we've not done before. We're going to do part one is today, and it's all going to be about your travel stories, a few of ours, um, anything that's embarrassing, funny travel stories. And then part two next week, we're going to do a little bit more of a... Educational. Yeah, just like how we plan uh, all of our trips, tips and tricks essentials to pack, how we book um, our itineraries for our holidays, just all the fun <coughs> stuff because I know a lot of a lot of you guys ask questions as to how and why and why we book these places. Um, so we thought we'd share and if you guys want to share any tips with us, now's your chance to do it because we'll be recording in a week's time so you've got until today to send in all your questions. Pretty please. So we wanted to set the mood. Picture this. You're on a beach. You Wait, Zoe. Get your shades on. <laughs> Is that why you remember to bring them? These aren't even my good ones, I'm embarrassed. Set the scene, guys. I also don't suit sunglasses because my nose is severely large. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, with your little AirPods in your ears, and you're sitting on a beach, go and get a Fanta Limon and a packet of Lay's and join us. For the ride. Are they still wonky? No, they look kind of. <laughs> <laughs> right, Zoe. They get damaged on the, the French Alps. Zoe, set the scene for everyone, please. Are right. we on a balcony? Just no, after us? No, we're not. We're not on a balcony at the moment. We're on the beach. We've got sandy toes. Ooh. You can hear like, <laughs> but it's at that like half five. It's very quiet. Mm. It's like that. It's cooling down. Okay. The sun. Golden hour's about to happen. Golden hour is coming on its way. Mm -hmm. And you're hearing the shoo, 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 mm -hmm. And you put your right hand mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Grab. And it's your Fanta Limon. Are you ready? Oh! Whoa. That's the Fanta Limon. But it would be in a can. But we've only got a bottle here in the UK. <laughs> and then you would put your left hand down and all you can hear is rustle, rustle, rustle. 
and we're improvising here because we've got salt and vinegar walkers, but what we actually <laughs> want to have is lace. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to pretend these are lace. What's your favourite lace, everyone? Mine are paprika, actually. Yeah, mine would be as well. And can I tell you a heartbreaking story? Mm-hmm. I don't eat crisps on holiday anymore. Why? Because remember, Jason has a fear of crisps. Oh, this is why you need to sack him off and come on holiday with me. It's honestly a heartbreaking experience. Right, we're sitting back in the scene. Right, okay, so we've got shades on, everyone. Fanta lemon. Oh, sorry, Zoe. <coughs> Pass the goods. It would ideally probably be an Aperol, but, you know. I know, but you've already had five Aperols. You're okay. needing a wee bit of hydration, yeah. do you know what I mean? <sighs> Refreshing. Oh, Gorgeous. That. I can feel the heat. Mm. Crisp. Oh my god, they're good. That's what we mean two days. That's actually made that's that's put me to a place where I think they're lays. <laughs> You've literally hypnotized me to think they're lays. <laughs> we are actually so fucking weird. <laughs> we are. But I also bought one more thing. Because I know we spoke about these before. It'd be good not to. This would need to have a bottled Aperol to sit with these, I think. Mm -hmm. But we bought the Penn State baked pretzels, sour cream and chives. We've had a few of you guys sending pictures of these little sweet packets of crack. Um, so this is what we would be eating on the way to this sunny destination. Yeah. So we should have really ate them first. We're going through all the motions here. Yeah. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed that little 10 minute vacation. Do you know what else we should have got? A Burger King for the way back. Wow. <laughs> Airport Burger King. In Ibiza Airport when everyone's dying, looking like vermin in the that corner. That actually makes me feel depressed more than anything, to be honest with you. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Can I take these glasses off yet? Because I'm feeling a bit... Yeah. Back in the room, people. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back in Scotland. I was feeling G. a bit, like, all over the shop. Then. How depressing. <laughs> Jake and G, love you. <laughs> right. Where are we starting then, kid? Right, well, obviously we're going to talk about some funny stories. Um, so, I mean, I'll start with one that happened to me one time. I actually don't know if it's funny or traumatising, but I'll share it anyway. More of a disaster, you know? So, anyway, I'm in Ibiza with my three friends. I really hope there's only three of them there. And it's the first night. Mm -hmm. We're down the Ibiza Strip, I believe. And we're in the first place. There's loads of people we knew there from like back home and me being me and my worm era because if everyone doesn't know worm worm the worm <clears throat> what did you think i said you the worm like as in the dance move you go yeah. on the floor no. and you worm across the floor like so you're on your belly <laughs> so i'm on my belly and this um like pure sticky floor of like a wee tacky bar and all of this which by the way i have no recollection of this mm -hmm. is just been relayed to me many a times. And I do the worm, obviously slip no. my hands, my face wax off the ground, <gasps> and I burst my whole mouth open. No, Zoe. Blood everywhere. And see, for the rest of the holiday, I had like the biggest swollen lip. I had two teeth marks in it. I had blood dripping down me. Everyone was like running after me. And then I was walking back up from the strip after that. I had mascara all down my face because I was crying, obviously, in the pain. <gasps> and Reese Miller, who comes to this gym, he passed me on the strip. And him being him looked at me and looked at my friends and looked back to me and he was like, babe, that mascara. Because <laughs> the mascara was all down my face. And I was like, I think the brush lip's more of a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. But I'll put a picture up because 
eventually I was kind of like, oh, we better let for him. Yeah, but juicy. But that was my disaster story. Oh. And it was the first night and I'd fucked lips for the rest of the holiday. I do feel like people... It, they're all bruised and everything black and blue. I think that happens a lot when people sort of like dive bombing swimming pools mm. and that, don't they? And that happened to Holly, my best friend. She We went to Vegas and she... Um, decided to just belly flop in the pool and hit her chin and had a big massive scab on the mm. on her chin. Bit Do you know what I'm block. so thankful for though to this day? That nothing happened to my teeth. My teeth did feel you know if you ever bite into something and it's quite sensitive. Hard or whatever and it feels as if it's almost bruised your gum a bit, as if mm -hmm. it's been pushed. It was like that, but I'm at Oh my God, can you imagine? No. My tooth was half or something. Mm -mm. Can you cope with that? Um and I actually do think as well I was definitely spiked. Right. I'm just going to put that out there. Because, mm. like, f I went from one extreme to the other, and I don't remember that, and, like, my pals were in OK states. Mm. And I'm not lightweight. No, not up though. So if anyone listens to this and they spiked me, yeah, I'm coming for yeah. you. Sorry, also, I should not have this bag of crisps next to me because these are so addictive. I need to get... Uh, all you're going to hear on this whole episode is me munching. That's so, fine. It's, can you it's move them away from me then, please? Part and partial. Is that the same? No, but they're too gorgeous to... Not I've eat. not even had one yet. Um, another funny story I'd like to share, which is crucial information, is so I won't name names, but one of my friends doesn't have a big toenail. Garlic toes. <laughs> Baldy toe. Baldy toe. And it wasn't her that wrote in that time, but she doesn't have a big toenail because it was angry when she got it taken off, right? And so she get... never grow back? No, if you get your toenail actually removed, it doesn't ever come back. Oh my God. Like, if it's pulled out of, like, your nail bed or whatever, right? And also, years later, she went to something to see about her feet, and they were like, you should never got it removed, that like, you could have just fixed it. And she was obviously like, you fucking joking me. Aww. Anyway, no toenail on her big toe, so she gets, like, a fake nail stuck on, like, to go on holidays and that. <laughs> Can't wait to find out who this is. <laughs> so, um, we've actually had a few holiday situations last week, getting lost in the sand and whatever, right? <laughs> lost at the side of the pool, and we're like, right, your toenail's not on, by the way. And we're all looking around for it. Um, anyway, we're at Ocean Beach... Yeah. Of all places. And one of my other friends had big, like, wedged heels on, right? Obviously did. not me. I had fucking Doc Martin <laughs> sandals on. Anyway, um, and a big one of the big inflatable beach balls is kicking about. So I'm trying not to say names quite hard. So she goes to kick the inflatable ball, <laughs> kicks the toe, the nail rips off, flies... <laughs> Flies He's across, wailing at his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> flies across like a few of the like, big yeah. round bed things. We're scrambling around looking for the toenail because she needs it back for the. We're on we're still on holiday. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she needs it back. Her toe is literally splitting, like spitting blood everywhere <gasps> because it's just see with the force. It's ripped like a bit of skin as it's been ripped off. Oh, blood everywhere. She's like holding her foot like oh my god, oh my god, like. <laughs> And agony, we actually can't breathe because we're laughing. And then we had to get um, one of like the helper people, I don't know, like first aid or whatever over. And they like humped her to first aid, but because they thought her real toenail had just been ripped off, they were like, no, 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 like we're not doing it. Like this isn't a procedure we can do here. Like you'll have to go to the hospital and all that. <laughs> and she was like, obviously, try to explain, not, it's actually fine. It's just that like just a bit of my toes basically just cut, uh -huh. like it's not as bad as it looks. And then she had like a big, you know, like the big no. round 
one of those big <laughs> bandages around yeah. the big toe holiday. And then we had, that was the day Stortion Beach had that. Our, I wonder who found that toenail. No, I think we found it. Oh, you did? <gasps> we, like, fetched it so that we could, you know, fix the problem at oh a later date. Oh, my God. No, imagine. But that, that was hysterical. Imagine if somebody sucked her toe. <laughs> it came up came in his mouth. choked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was, that was a really funny story, actually. <clears throat> I honestly don't feel like I've got many embarrassing stories on holiday. I think I've shared the most in previous podcasts, but I think a lot of embarrassing things comes down to the sort of bum area. No, I know. Like, yeah. you know, like holiday belly and that. And I did shart my, you know, I did shart <laughs> in Jamaica. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but all I remember is I was wearing like a leopard print bikini. <laughs> quite disguised. <laughs> quite disguised. And luckily it happened in the hotel room. But yeah, I, I let out a little fart and I shot myself. <laughs> My stepsister at the time was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she had to, had to put the bikini in the bath and everything and hose it down. It was terrible. But, I mean, I think that's probably happened to nine out of ten people in Million holiday. percent. But that's holiday never happened to before. Holiday belly's like a diagnosis. Like, there must be something <laughs> for that. As soon as I'm off that plane and that heat hits me, rumbly rumble. And it was like one of those all-inclusive resorts as well. I see you eating a bit of everything. Yeah, a lot of, like rich food and mm. yeah a lot of it another more recent story that i've got is um me and jason were in malta and he just was like he just kind of rolled over on the bed and whacked his head off the bedside table and it split open what his head or the bedside table no his head oh my god and it was like it was, it was really so not me i was just like fucking shut up like why are you rolling about anyway and um then I looked at it and I was like, oh, actually, I split open. And we were, like, dabbing it away, like, for ages, but it wouldn't stop bleeding. I thought, see, when it's someone's head, I get a bit, like, yeah. should we get this checked out? Like, what if you're a concussor? Like, I don't know, you've now got, like, a brain tumour or something. <laughs> and um, so then eventually... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just a bit concerned, right? Because coincidentally, he kept hitting his head around that time, like, at home and all that. So I was like, you're going to have brain damage? Yeah. Anyway, um, we asked the guy... Like, we, could, we asked the hotel if they could send up some because it was, like, 12 at night, so we couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, we're not going to the hospital. Like, mm. come on. And a guy came up, full first aid, like, suit on, like, first aid box and all that. And he went to shave his head off. Stop. Because he was going to put stitches in it, and he was like, oh, I'll just shave this bit of your head off. <laughs> head off. <laughs> and Jason was obviously like, no way. Like, imagine him. Because it was, like, right kind of, like, at the top of his head, so he would have shaved, like, a, a circle on it. <laughs> So he never had it done? No. He just, he basically stuck a plaster on his hair. Because <laughs> this was a problem. I think we we had plasters. <laughs> I'm laughing so much at picturing that plaster on his hair. No, no. Because we had plasters, I think, but obviously it was right in amongst his hair, obviously, so I couldn't get anything in it to, like, fix it or, yeah, yeah. or even stop it bleeding because there was so much hair around it. Uh -huh. So that guy essentially put a plaster on his hair. Oh, my God. I cannot. So that was another. I've had quite a lot of like injuries, I mm. suppose. Yeah. Not not really me, nothing, all them, but yeah, nothing too major. But yeah, that's some funny stories I've got. But, but you're actually going to. So that means that we're going away again. When Thursday? Yep, two days from now. So I actually have went quite a lot of places this year. You have. 
and I've still got a lot lined up. Mm. But do you know what? It just shows you you really can fit a lot into You're one going year. over a long weekend, aren't you? It's bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah, but I actually come back the day before that, but that's quite good because then I've got that day yeah. to just sort my life but, out. Yeah. I like that because I never give myself a day after a holiday. I go, always go straight back to work. Yeah. And you're going to... I'm going to Palma with my mum for uh-huh. three nights. Gorgeous. And people keep saying, oh, nice and chilled. I'm like, with Suzanne. With Suzanne. It's no nice and chilled. She wants to be in tapas bars drinking wine all day, all night. Love that for her. So dad, but I don't love it for me. I'll send you my little list. Yeah, you need to send me your list. And yeah. we will enjoy the sun a bit. Like, we do have a pool at our hotel. Um, so, we'll, like, be, we just won't spend all day lying there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We're only there for a short time. Yeah, because it's like a city, Palmer, isn't it? So, you wouldn't really want to be chilling at no. the pool too much. There's so much to do there. Yeah, we want to, like, see things and just enjoy the nice... Yeah, I love it. ...places to eat and all that jazz. And I'm off on my holiday in four weeks. I'm also going to Mallorca. I'm staying in Palma the first night and then we're going staying at Bikini Hotel, which I think most people listening to this podcast will know because I rave about it all the time. But in um, Port de Solier um, is where I'm staying. It's my favourite place. I love it. Can't wait. And I would like to go for a longer period of time, but I'll do that another time, you know? Yes. It'll always be there. Got all the time in the world. Yeah, I love it so much. Cannot wait. So we can give all our tips on next week's episode. So let's dive into what everybody else has been saying. Right, straight into the funny stories or disaster stories or whatever it may be. We'll start with this one then. Oh my God, right, so this is long. I was away with my boyfriend in Mexico, right, and I woke up feeling shite. So I went for breakfast and obviously went for the greasy bacon and all of a sudden I felt so bad. So I'm walking back to my room and I lean against the wall because I think I'm going to faint. Out of nowhere, I shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's like running out my bikini and down my legs. Stop it. (laughs) So I like hobbled to my room and the fucking maid's in my room. So she let me in, went into the toilet, took my shit bikini off and put it in the bin in the toilet and bolted to the shower. Anyways, after this day, the towel art stopped and the maid growled growled at me daily. (gasps) Because she had to clean the shitty bin. I also missed a bit out, but um, it's because the maid took the bikini away in the bin. (laughs) Yeah. So she lost the shitty bikini as well. Oh, my God. No way. See, the shitty situation is a real thing on holiday. Mm. I can't honestly stress it enough. Disaster funny story incoming. So years ago, my friends and I went to Portugal and three of us decided to go on a boat trip. It sounded unreal. Luxury catamaran, glass-bottomed dinghy that went into these caves with a private beach barbecue. Little did I know this was going to turn out to be the worst boat ride of my life. And also, just to add, I cannot swim. (laughs) So we got on the boat and I noticed the water was looking quite choppy, but no one seemed to bother. So I was like, it must be fine. But on our way to the caves, the water was choppy and I started to panic. But they started putting people on the dinghies. It was coming up for our turn and by this point, the water was so choppy and any time they tried to get someone onto the dinghy, it would be going up and the catamaran would be going down. (laughs) No, I'd be having a heart attack. I was like, fuck this. I ain't going on that. Anyway, my pals ended up taking a a run and jump and convince me to do the same. Don't know what the fuck we were thinking. As I was trying to get on, the other dinghy were shouting to turn back. It was too dangerous. Well, too late, mate. I've just jumped onto this dinghy. So that was me, Panic Central. And our guide decided to try and go to the caves anyway. That obviously didn't go to plan and we couldn't even see the entrance to the caves. By this point, I was shouting to the guy to get me off the boat and take me to the private beach. I was like, I'm not going on that boat again. He was like, it's too dangerous to go to the beach. I was like, it's too dangerous, yet you're going to go in. 
It's too dangerous, yet you're going to ask me to perform the splits to get back on this boat. <laughs> and to top it off, our glass bottom dinghy started to leak and the water started coming in. I genuinely thought I was a goner. So I'm going to... So I'm having a full-blown panic attack. I start spewing over the side of the dinghy. <laughs> Meanwhile, folks starting shouting at me to get in my head, but the spew just would not end. Next thing I know, my face is getting smashed against something. <laughs> my face hit off the fucking catamaran. So here's me greeting, spewing, black eye, and trying to jump back on the boat of hell. I got to the boat just alive, and it's like a scene out of The Exorcist. Wayne's... <laughs> Wayne's are passed out. Projectile vomits everywhere. Wayne's are passed <laughs> Eventually got back to the island. Everyone was traumatised and the guys at the cheek asked us to say, did you have a great trip? Safe to say, I've never been back on a boat trip in my life. Uh, honestly, there's so many boat stories I think people have of like vomiting, spewing. I would say like a boat um, ending up in quite like a messy situation. That like big waves is maybe mm. one up there one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Because I'm also not a strong swimmer. So I think I would really panic. You'd really panic, yeah. My <laughs> mum um, and I went to Formentera one year and we went on the f <clears throat> the not fast ferry. Mm. And she, in front of everyone, was spewing a guts up in a plastic bag next to me. I was so embarrassed, couldn't even rub her back. I was like, oh my fucking God, get away from me. <laughs> but yeah, it was that sort of sicky stuff is just the worst, isn't it? Um, Another one here is... My ex said he booked a trip to Italy for my birthday and when it came around said we should cancel because I had no money but I found out he didn't actually ever book it. Asked where he booked the flights, he said EasyJet. Pulled up the app to show me the flights and he just st stopped stopped and stared at me and said, okay, sorry, I never booked it. Needless to say, I don't know him anymore. I've heard that happen to so many people, by the way. What do you mean? Like they just don't book the holiday? So like say it was your birthday and I gave you a card like, oh, we're going to Milan. And then, like, it comes to... And you've never booked you've it. You've never booked it, and you've clearly no intention of. <gasps> I think that's shocking. That is true, actually. That happened to me with my ex, right? I got a card one year with a baguette. A baguette. <laughs> a pair of Paris socks and a French flag. Basically saying he was taking me to Paris, but never fucking booked it. I think people probably do it and then think, like, oh, we can decide a date or I'll book it yeah. at a time or... Whatever, I'll wait until like, the prices come down or whatever, but then it just, the time doesn't come. To be fair, my mum actually gave me a full New York-themed cake, New York-t-shirt, um, like, like little like savings bank and everything for my 21st birthday. And she didn't book it, though, to be fair, because she was like, I don't, when would you want to go? Because I'd never been to New York before. Right. And then that was the year we went with quiz. So then ah. I was like, right, let's wait until summertime because I've been at Christmas now. And then things just happened. It just, I and think I've, I actually remember I've that. I've still never been. <laughs> and I'm 27 this year. <laughs> Have you still got that savings account? Oh, no, not a penny. I ever went in that bank. <laughs> um, but we are going to go next year. So, like, that's different. That yeah. was always going to happen. It just we were always, like, I prioritised other holidays Life and all that as well. Do you know what way. I mean? But that shite, like your boyfriend doing that to you. That's a guy who doesn't expect you still to be together whenever the trip was supposed to be. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Definitely. So true. My friend dared me to jump on a car windscreen in Tenerife along the strip. <laughs> Veronica Strip. They went fleeing off. <laughs> <laughs> they went fleeing off with me hanging on. Stop. <laughs> Start fishing the front of the car. Next thing I know, we're back at the street. Find my friend who is praying to God that I return safely to her. Then we both, for some unbeknown reason, get in this car with these creepy men who tried to steal her phone. 
get away from them and run along, run along the beach. A few hours later, we are woken by bin men. My friend had passed, had pissed herself and taken her clothes off. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. Be safe out there, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on a car and they drive off with you on it. Oh That's terrifying. God. I'm not here for that. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, right, here we go. I was on a girls' holiday in Ibiza a few years ago. Went to Ocean Beach for the day, and the next thing, this troop of like 50 girls in black and one girl in head to toe sparkle sequins walk in, thinking it's a big hen party. Turns out she found her new, very wealthy husband had been cheating on her, so she divorced him, took him for all his money, and took all her pals and family on a divorce party holiday. They were honestly having the time of their life. It was class. Oh, I've I love heard that. of these holidays. What is that a thing? Yes. What, like a... Yeah. And They're I... just like celebrating your divorce. It's like a funeral for your husband. Wow. Yeah, I've, I know quite a few people that have done that. What a great time. Or know of people, should I say. <laughs> Currently en route back from my hen do in Manchester. One bridesmaid is still there in the hospital waiting for surgery to repair a broken leg. And a girl got robbed of all of her belongings after the bride went AWOL to party with her new pals from Essex. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know why I wrote that in third person. The bride is me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Love that for you. Folk really do, really do go wild on henders. They do. I wonder if many people have heard of any situations where, you know, like stag do's are quite messy, aren't they? Mm. And a lot of men tend to be quite naughty on them. But I wonder if any... Women that have been in Hindus have noticed this, but the bride has been a bit naughty. Do people actually, like, cheat on their stag and Hindus, do you think? But, like, think it's okay? Zoe, of course they do. No, it's not okay, but I'm just saying, like, of course they do. I've heard of loads of stories. No, but I mean, like, do people, is that a lot of people's intention? No, I don't think so. Because that kind of, like, a thing that... But, look, picture the scene, right? You're going away with all your mates on a stag do... They all get wrecked. Hindu, stag do both. And you're making sure that that bride and groom gets the most pissed they've ever been in their mm. life. I think that all sorts of things happen and things get taken advantage of. I just feel the last thing I would want you're to do. You're staying quite quiet over there, Graham. No comment. Well, <laughs> no comment. <clears throat> do you know I what I find there's... interesting about these things, all these situations, right? The last thing I would want to do if I was absolutely wrecked have a shag. <laughs> One million percent, Zoe. But people are just different, do you know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> here we go. In April last year, I went on my first abroad holiday with my boyfriend. It was our first night there and we went out and had cheap happy hour, huge stein cocktails along La Rambla. La Rambla. Love it there. And then went to a meat restaurant with the raw meat hanging outside from Hooks and I had a burger. We went to bed that night and I woke up at 5am with what I can only describe as the worst case of the runs ever. Oh. In agony, while my boyfriend was now awake with his fingers in his ears to blow. I thought you were about to say his fingers in her arms. Say the cheek. With his fingers in his ears to block the noise of what was flying out me. And to make it worse, our hotel had a glass door for the toilet no. door that you could see from the bed. At around 6am and after many emodiums, I went back to bed and woke up to my boyfriend saying the bed was wet at 8am. <gasps> I heard him slap his hand against the wetness and, say, and I said, oh my God, I must have got my period. And then heard him smell his hand. God, sorry, this and is getting bad from bad to worse. Yep, and he said, I don't think that's blood. I turned on my lamp and I'd full scale shat the bed. <laughs> it was everywhere, including his leg <gasps> and in amongst his leg hair. 
I wonder if they're still together. Wait, let's see. We strapped the bed since we were in a high hotel room. Our hotel window only opened a tiny bit and we both had to take shots gasping for air out of the wee gap. I had to leave a note to the cleaner saying I had food poison. I'm sorry I've shat the bed and we only had five euro cash on us to leave them a tip. My tip. I had the cheek as well to go out that day in a lovely floaty white dress and looking cute as ever but had to keep my bum cheeks clenched all day. <laughs> no. I need to know if they're still together. I, I reckon they will be. Um, but you know, just talking about what you said about the glass door, mm -hmm. how many people have been on their first holiday with their boyfriends where they're still unsure about the poo situation? Yeah. And then you get there and then it's like an open plan. What, what is with these European hotels where they have like these open Most plan Most of them are toilets? like that now though. All see-through, mm -hmm. showers, never. Know how comfortable I am. I could never do that with a man, is have a poo with the door open or... Whatever. I mean, I would be doing a poo and like Jason would walk in the bathroom and it wouldn't really bother me. No, but, Zoe! But that's more like, I can stop that if if I want to, but if you're in a glass box, essentially, there is no stopping it. There's not a choice there. And do you know what the problem is now, though, Zoe, with me? Is I simply cannot poo without that towel basket. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> and if Richard walks in the bathroom, my feet are up on a towel basket. He knows I'm doing a shite. So I can't even disguise the poo if I wanted to. You don't need to disguise it. Everyone poos. No, I know that, but it stinks. <laughs> but, but this is a problem, right? You're pretending you're not doing a poo, and then what, two minutes later, he walks in the bathroom and you're no, he doesn't. knocked out? No, he doesn't. Well, that's what would happen to me. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway, that's a shame, we hen. I hope that, you're still with him and he gets over it. That is a shame. Um, funny story. On our first girl's holiday, lying by the pool after a drunken night, and I suddenly remembered my dream that one of my our friends took a piss in the corner of our bedroom. I started telling the story to be quickly told by another friend it wasn't a dream, and the friend did decide to take a piss in the corner of the room. <laughs> then, a couple of days after, our bathroom started to stink of pee. The friend that kindly cleaned up the pee forgot what towel she'd used and we'd all been stepping on it, coming out of the shower. Ugh. No. Zoe, do you remember when I pissed in the corner of the room? <laughs> well, this is the thing. That's exactly what I was thinking about there. We were in a room full of how many of us were in that room? At least six. Was it the Shankly Hotel in Liverpool? It was the Shankly Hotel. And if anyone's been, you know that the rooms are themed. So we were in a um, Wizard of Oz themed room. If you remember correctly. Down the yellow so brick road. You're lying in your bed and I was looking at the Tin Man. I can remember it so clear. And um, during the night, there was just some rustly rustle and some drip, drip, drip. And it wasn't it Molly? She was like, Jess, what are you Molly doing? Molly was like, what are you doing? And I could like hear like Molly say that. And I thought, what's going on? Because yours were maybe sharing, so she knows yeah. she's getting up. And did you actually pee in the corner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, ha I had my pyjamas and my ankles and was peeing squatting in the corner of the hotel room it was a wooden floor thank god <laughs> but um yeah i honestly i have this or i'm not as bad anymore but i i've said i pee the bed a lot when i am not in my house space. Mm -hmm. and if it's somewhere where i've had drink and i'm in a strange place but that was like a room full of like six other double beds and obviously i had too much to drink i got confused Decided to think, think the corner of the room was the toilet. <clears throat> well, I don't remember it, but that situation is like what we did about it the next day. We cleaned it up. I think I put a towel down, put a towel down. We were all wasted and we thought we'll deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, most likely. It sounds about right. I mean, you're not dealing with the time, do you know what I mean? Get all the lights on. Jelly's actually wrote in a couple of funny ones. Oh, yeah. 
So she's wrote that Andy once left her suitcase in Glasgow when their flight was in Edinburgh and didn't realise it wasn't in the taxi until they were there. Can you imagine the uproar? <laughs> the uproar of that from her. Brilliant. Do you know what bothers me the most about that, right? It's actually not the going on holiday with none of your stuff. It's the effort that packing takes to mm -hmm. then not get use out of that packing. Mm -hmm. I know. But also, think That's of all the, the disasters part. that people have. Because <clears throat> it reminded me, because it happened to Jilly, didn't it, when she went to Mykonos, but losing your suitcase is mm -hmm. just the worst thing ever when you go away... And this is why it's key, which we'll mention on next week's episode, but you need to put some, like, key items in your hand luggage. A yeah. bikini, a pair of pants, flip-flops, denim shorts, the basics, because... Or buy yourself an air tag. But even then, it doesn't stop it getting lost, but at least you know that it's where, where it is. is. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think, actually... Well, Jilly had an air tag, did she not? So then she, she did, could yeah. see where it was. And I actually think, to an extent, that's that more frustrating. Because you're either seeing that it is in the airport, but no one can find it, mm. or it's not anywhere near the airport, or not even in the same country. Yeah. But also, it's never happened to me, right? Touch wood, because I bet it happens to me this week. But I don't think, as you said, like you don't realise that you would literally have none of what you need. Yeah. Like, nothing. Because see if I've got a big case, in my hand luggage, I've got my passport, my AirPods, and maybe a pair of shoes that couldn't fit my case. Like, I've got no toiletries, no pants, no nothing. I think toiletries is not really a big problem because you could buy that and you can mm -hmm. use the hotel stuff, but it's more clothes, I think. It's more like and maybe underwear a bit of and stuff, yeah. Because even if you had... Like, if you don't have a change of underwear and there's, you get there late and there's no shops open, right? See, the next day, you can't even put a fresh pair of pants on. No. Hell on earth. It's not that's, ideal. my worst nightmare, that. Another one from Jilly is... Um, oh, this one's funny. I read this one. Andy went away for his pal's stag so his first ibiza boys trip oh well his first one in a couple of years anyway flight was 6 a.m so he's up rapid buzzing ooh she said <laughs> got to the airport probably shagging birds at weatherspoons gets to security and realizes he has my passport and not his got it i came out pt to six thousand and nine missed calls missed his flight and had to go glasgow house for his passport edinburgh amsterdam germany tibetha all the best <laughs> not you you couldn't go like it's done i would be missed the holiday. absolutely delighted you've missed the holiday at that point <laughs> <laughs> maybe she actually swapped the passports that's the bit she's missed out psychopath i can almost guarantee that's what happened million percent jilly don't <laughs> fucking lie to us my husband and I, now both 35, went on our first holiday as a couple to... Ooh, what's that? Marmaris. Marmaris? Turkey, is it? Mm -hmm. Never been. When we were 20, my husband is fond of an end-of-the-night kebab and thought grabbing his first authentic Turkish kebab at 3am on the way back to the hotel after a night of lots of beer was a good idea. An hour later, I'm woken up by him trying to make his way to the bathroom in the dark. I then hear the sound of projectiles sick hit the tiled floor, followed by him hitting the deck at the foot of the bed. He's still spewing at this point, trying to stand up, slipping about in his own vomit. Imagine Bambi on ice, except it's, it's him in his own sick. So he somehow gets to his feet and slides into the bathroom, only to crash 
into the toilet, take the whole system <laughs> off the wall. There's water scooshing everywhere. There's sick everywhere. I'm in a state of shock and can't leave the bed, otherwise I'm getting contaminated. <laughs> Somehow he manages to get the system back where it should be, but it's left standing in an inch of regurgitated kebab toilet water. Ugh. I laugh about it now, but at the time I was so fuming. I don't know how we didn't get charged for the cleanup. Safe to say it's not put him off his drunken kebabs, though. There's really a lot of toilet chat going on. A lot of toilet chat and a lot of uh, people love each other in these relationships because that would make me ill forever. Oh, God. Just, like, I know it's... I know this is just, like, everyone, but you know when your head is down the toilet, right, and you're being sick, there's no lower point that you feel in life, <laughs> is there? There is no point where you literally Especially feel like... Especially not if you're jumping between fucking mouth and arse. Yeah. On the toilet just seat. nothing worse That's when worse. you sit there and you think, I am just disgusting. I hate my life. And I need to be in, like, the room on my own if I'm being sick. Like, I can't stand someone being able to hear it either. Like, I just need to get it all out and deal with it. Because I'm not a silent seeker either. I'm like, Are you I'm out? not the worst. Like, my brother, who says I never talk about him on the podcast, and anytime <laughs> I do, it's negative, so here we are again. <laughs> he is the loudest... Sicker. Sicker. Is Jason's he? actually w bad as well. But I'm like, there's... You're making that noise. <laughs> like you're choosing to go <laughs> like there's no need like there's I just don't know no Zoe need. I actually try my best to not and I can't but there's a natural sicky noise everyone does but then there's like a roar that people add <laughs> in it and I just don't understand <laughs> what, why that like what's it's not necessary I'm quite a loud person anyway you can and also imagine. shut the door <laughs> like could you at least shut the door and disguise it slightly I'd also like to know if anyone's had any funny dating stories while they've been on holiday and they've sort of decided to have a little flick on Tinder while mm. they've been there. Right, next. This story is too funny not to share with you. Not many know it. So I was on holiday in Turkey, age 21, and met a guy who was 20. Got on so well. Went out one night with a group of friends, had a few kisses and dances, went back to his apartment for an after party. He then cut his hand really badly after, after a picture frame had fallen off the wall and he tried to pick up the pieces. I insisted I walked into the first aid room in the complex and asked him to take his passport and any documents down just in case for insurance purposes. Anywho... I filled in the forms they supplied as his right hand was covered in blood so he couldn't write. I asked him all the details, filled in, all great. However, the doctor took all the documents and his passport and after several minutes he came back looking puzzled. He said, can you confirm your age please? He replied, yes, 20. The doctor looked puzzled again. See where this is going. Now the guy I was with started to go red. The doctor then said, well, if you're 20, why did your passport say 16? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she said I was mortified. No. no <laughs> think about when you were twenty-one, and think about what like a sixteen-year-old boy would have been like to you at that time. Belt her. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? Fucking good on you, son. Oh. I know, but God loves a trier. And do you know what? He was getting away with that until that moment. <laughs> I know. I've been done dirty there. Oh, that's funny. Funny, not so funny holiday story. Me and my friend went to stay with our friend in Abu Dhabi. We were out for drinks and these guys started talking to us. One of them asked what age we were and his friend responded, dead ass. They are 30. Look at the size of their hips. <laughs> and proceeded to say we must be older because we had wide childbearing hips. <laughs> no, that's as bad as the that's guy. Abu Dhabi for you. The guy grabbing the love handles and saying, I love your arse, mate. <laughs> 
love the size of your ass. No, listen, I just need to say this right. If I'm ever feeling low or down, which isn't much, but if I want a little bit of a laugh, I, honest to God, go on those videos that we've posted on our Instagram and <laughs> I, I am guaranteed, I, I have tears streaming every single time. Now, how many times I've watched those videos from the episode? That was a good ep. So I feel like... We now need to do a, a sex a, stories part two. Well, this is what I was going to say. If you would like a part two, then here's no. Yeah, because, and I know a lot of people loved our reactions, and that was simply because we don't, we didn't read them before, and I yeah. haven't on this one either. But I think that is what makes it as well. When we, I didn't know it myself because I honestly. It was so funny. And I also hope that because we've done one round of it, it would open people up to To telling us more stories or knowing that there's really no boundaries going on here. Because there wasn't at all. We've also, while we've been sat here, we've had a few messages from people laughing about you saying, Oi! (laughs) 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 I feel like that last episode was just... There was a few bits that I just really died at myself, to be honest. Sorry. That was one of them. <laughs> it was brilliant. But anyway, you live in the moment, <coughs> don't you? Someone uh, messaged us there eating some peanut butter with some apple. This, the, they've got influence. the nut butter. Well, anyway, we'll <coughs> wrap it up, shall we? What song are we singing? <laughs> um, so long, farewell. No, it's holiday related. say goodbye, goodbye. Um... Whoa, we're going to Ibiza. Whoa, we're going to Palma. Palma, yeah. <laughs> In the Mediterranean Sea. Little, little, little. Whoa. Oh, wow, I love that bit. Right, that's enough. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, next week, part two travel stories. Anything that you want to know? Send them in right now, like right this second. And whilst you're at it, give us a five-star review. You can write an Apple podcast or Spotify. <laughs> Whatever app that you use. I am your host, Jessica Tetz, with my lovely co-host, Zoe Quinn. Thank you for listening. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>